Blog Talk Radio. Coffee shop. I'm Mason Knight, and guesting with me tonight is Miss Sonia. She's filling in. Hello, darling. How are you? Hello, my love. I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah. For those that don't know, Miss Rainey is getting uh, bionicized, and she's having some little <laughs> bit of medical stuff. And when she comes back, she's going to be even more of a Wonder Woman. So we're going to have some guest hosts for a few few weeks. So. Sonia, you you know, you were telling me before the show that um, some good things have been going on, but also some interesting things have been going on. Let's talk about the Aborigines. Yeah, um, there. Well, what I'm noticing in the news is that the indigenous cultures are being recognized, noticed, and in Canada, um, they finally just passed. Uh, some kind of a bill or something uh, in BC, in British Columbia and in Alberta where they've decided to acknowledge the the hundreds and hundreds of Aboriginal women who went missing or were murdered along the Highway of Tears and a lot of these women went missing and nobody they 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 didn't want to do anything about it. They didn't acknowledge them. They didn't uh, search for them. And so now there is a they they have to go and go and do all that searching, which is really nice. There, it's there's a whole court process. The government is involved. So now hopefully the families will have some peace. Mhm. Now you were saying this is along a Pacific Highway. Do you know which highway it is? Um, it's called the Highway of Tears, and it um, it runs. I can see the the highway in my head, but I don't quite. It's the one that the Greyhound takes from oh, Vancouver, yeah. from Vancouver to get into Alberta. But mm-hmm. um, there was a, a really scary situation a few weeks back where um, two young girls ended up on the Greyhound, their families didn't understand the bus ticket thing, and Mm -hmm. the bus driver dropped them off at a bus stop that was along this rather scary highway. Can you imagine if a a highly sensitive psychic goes along that highway? They'd probably blow their minds with all the hurt and pain and all the spirits of the ones lost searching for their homes or searching for their families. It'd be pretty terrible. Well, the Very two girls ended so. up being, yeah, they were quite terrified on, you mm-hmm. know, but the bus driver basically kicked them off the bus and left them there. Um, you know, and they were freaking out. I'm going to, you know, I've traveled Greyhound before in my younger days. Mm-hmm. And one of the stops that they sent, that, you know, because when you travel Greyhound, you have to go from one stop to another stop to whatever. One mm-hmm. of the stops, quote unquote, was a bus station that wasn't even open for me. I cannot imagine, yeah. you know, a niece or a nephew of mine traveling mm-hmm. along this spot that has apparently a known serial killer. I mean, come on, That's it's been going right. on since the 70s, mm-hmm. so he's probably, mm-hmm. let's say if he started when he was 20, he's now 62, 63, so he looks like that little old man. Um <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, yeah. being dropped yeah. off in a space that is just desolate. Yeah, no street lights, you know. I mean, it would have been dark, so they were really quite terrified. 
and um, their parents had to drive, their mother had to drive, I don't know, five hours to go and pick them up from the bus stop, talking to them on the cell phone con- continuously to right. go out there and, go- and pick them up. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's quite interesting. I think a lot of people are in jobs that they shouldn't be in, you know, because mm-hmm. if, if that individual, I'm sure he was having a bad day and um, didn't really care, you know, and so that, that or kind of just had no choice. Yeah. You know, nowadays, unfortunately, we've got so much corporate bureaucracy, and mm-hmm. you know, in the U.S., I don't know about up in Canada because Canada tends to be a little bit more relaxed. But so much corporate mm-hmm. bureaucracy and so many rules that you have to follow or you lose your job. You know that people are put into that position of not being caring because corporate says you can't be caring. Well, there's a thing called social media. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, honey. Because it was all over the Internet. And, of course, uh-huh. Greyhound apologized and gave them extra money for tickets and all this stuff. And the family just decided that they'll never put their kids on Greyhound again. Right. So that was, you know, but there's such a – nowadays there's a thing called social media. So corporate bureaucracy doesn't really go very far. It because and everybody, in, yeah, if they misbehave, everybody's going to know about it, right? You know, they are. And, you know, what's going to be, and, you know, that's the change in the economy is social mm-hmm. media. I mean, you know, social media, it used to be, and it's a change in everything. Um, mm-hmm. Social media used to be this little tiny, you know, if something happened up there, we didn't hear about it, or something happened, you know, uh, in Australia where the Aborigines you were saying just got mm-hmm. some land back. Um, oh, we yeah, didn't that was another big thing, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think it's great that the Aborigines are getting some land back. I think that more indigenous people needs to get their land back and have government over mm-hmm. their land. Um, yeah. Do you know how much or who, which tribe it was or anything? Um I I have to look it up, but um, they were dancing. There was it was on the news, and they were dancing quite a bit. But it was several hectares. It was quite a lot of land, something million hectares of land. I mean, wow. Australia is big, and right. the Aboriginal people. Um, when I was in Australia, it was quite fascinating to see them. The Aborigines, um, they they were uh, wanderers, uh, nomads. They didn't stay mm-hmm. in one place. They would mm-hmm. pick up their kids, and when the Great Spirit told them to, they'd just move on to the next place. Or if, if you know, and they were, they, were, they were pretty much hunters and gatherers, and they didn't cause any harm to the land, and they respected the land and such. They could tell you when, the, uh, you know, a storm was coming and all those things, just like the, the individual, the, the um, people in, in North America, Mm-hmm. And uh, so they they basically were removed from their lands and told that they weren't allowed to hunt. So that mm-hmm. would have been really hard on them. They sure. weren't allowed to eat the foods that they normally ate, so they ended up developing diabetes and all sorts of stuff. But now uh, this one particular group has a large part of of Australia back, and and that's wonderful, I think. Because I, they I don't, you know, their impact awesome. on the, I'm sorry? I think it's awesome that they've got it back. You know, and yeah. I'd like to see a comparison. I really would. Because we have the the, the Aboriginals in um, Australia. There is mm. the Native Americans in the North America. We have mm. the uh, Mayans are starting to be able to, are forming yeah. back into tribes and stuff in Mexico and the mm-hmm. Laterns. I'd mm-hmm. love to see a comparison of culture, of communication, of beliefs, and of diet. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I, I know uh, being Jamaican, uh, Jamaicans are very, well, they used to be very healthy in their eating. I don't know what they're like now because I haven't been back in a while. But Rastafarians, everybody's going into Bob Marley and all this stuff. They were vegetarians, mm-hmm. and um, and the diet was such that it helped your body. So when I was in Vancouver, 
If my stomach wasn't too happy or my system was off balance, I'd go to New York and eat Jamaican food because you couldn't get it in Vancouver, really. And I'd Uh go to New York, eat Jamaican food, and my system would right itself. And, you know, it's um, switching the topic slightly. They actually say that whatever your ancestors eat, if you eat it, it will actually keep your system in balance. So, um, you know... Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome, actually. You know, um, if you're if you're a, from, you mm-hmm. know, I've been a very proponent for that for a very long time. Um, yeah. And you know, I eat. I don't do the processed foods. You know, like yeah. the chicken nuggets and you know whatever TV dinners they've created here lately. You know, I like to cook from scratch and stuff. And, yeah, I use a slow cooker mm-hmm. a lot of times. I actually filmed mine this morning because it's the key, I think, the key to a happy relationship because then you ain't stressed <laughs> about dinner. Um, but, you know, I think that that's a very important. I think that it is very greatly, you know, we need to get back to eating the way we used to. And when I say mm-hmm. the way we used to, it's the natural way of eating. You either grow mm-hmm. your own food or you shop at the local open market. And, you know, people you know, are starting to pay attention to this, too, because, you know, the BBC, you know, because, unfortunately, in the United States, we can't get any dang news right now. We probably won't until after January. But the BBC posted a, st- uh, a thing where their government is now calling on supermarkets to have sales on fresh food. Because you can get mm-hmm. coupons for everything, honey, except fresh vegetables and fresh meats. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed That's that? Right. Yeah, and, and the funny insane. thing is it gets thrown out if it's not sold. Mm-hmm. It you is. Know? And mm-hmm. I think that's crazy, too. I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, I can understand if it's gone bad, but we've got people that are starving. Why mm-hmm. can we not have, like, a supermarket for these people or a food bank for these people and the food that is going out within two days and they know won't sell gets shipped there Mm -hmm. and have one locally in every community. Yeah. Yeah. In Canada, the food bank actually takes perishables, which is kind of nice. They, um, they, you know, the supermarkets now, I believe not all of them, but quite a lot of them, donate the vegetables to the food bank so mm-hmm. they make well they make the they make the soups and whatever so it could be the right. salvation army and they right. make the food the soups and such and people go in and have a good hot meal oh that really would be good. wonderful you know yeah. you guys have always been ahead of us you know you had health care way before we did Way, way before we did, you know, the Canadian did. Um, You had marriage equality, at least a good, it was 2003, 2004. You know, and it's like, come on, you guys are our neighbors. Why are we acting like the awful ones? (laughs) You know, the funny thing about it is that Canada is attached to the U.K., to Britain. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and in seventeen well seventeen seventy six you got your independence from Britain, and mm-hmm. so I think being a rebel caused the U.S. to charge out in its own way and probably forget a lot of the the, the social um, situations like health care and so on. What? But you're coming along. You're coming along. Slowly, it's getting there. You know. Yeah, it's slowly, it's and, you know, it's getting there. And, you know, speaking of those times, since then to here, you know, there's been a lot of changes in in the human body and the way the human body is viewed, some for the better, but the biggest one being sleep. Um, You know, sleep in the human body. Um, Oh, right. Yes, yes. Mm. You know, a lot of people nowadays are getting less than five hours of sleep. Yeah. And, it, you know, people are starting to wake up to this factor. One of them being the founder of the Huffington Post, she um, recently wrote a book, and I really read it, called The Sleep Revolution. And she's talking mm-hmm. about how we as a culture 
mm-hmm. is starting to really almost kill off our lifespan and kill off ourselves because mm-hmm. we're not getting enough sleep. And, yeah. you know, she's put in some hard and fast rules about getting eight hours sleep. And I used to be one of those that lived on two and three hours sleep. Yeah. Because I couldn't yeah. get comfortable for, for too long. And, yeah. you know, I'm hyper to begin with. What's your thoughts on sleep, <laughs> darling? Uh, I need more sleep. Um, I don't function very well if I don't get enough sleep. And actually, when I before I started this spiritual journey, I used to go on small amounts of sleep because I had my two kids and I had a design business and I'd be up till all hours of the morning hand sewing a wedding dress and such. And then I'd get up early in the morning to take the kids to school. And then when I got sick, all my body wanted was to sleep. I I needed to sleep. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. And I allowed myself to sleep. You know, some people go and do the pep-up stuff to keep themselves mm-hmm. awake. But you want to know something, um, and I'm fascinated that you you brought the, we're talking about the whole topic of sleep because they were looking at the connection between sleep and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And so they studied the human brain, which is just, oh, my God, so, this body is so amazing. So the the body has a lymphatic system that pulls all the toxins out your your system and it goes out through your sweat glands, right? But they mm-hmm. said the lymphatic system doesn't go to the brain. So the brain is surrounded by this fluid and as we're going through the day and we're getting stressed out and we're processing stuff, it create the, there's a lot of um uh what's the word? There's a lot of stuff attached to the brain, the stuff that they say cause uh, Alzheimer's. And so when you go to sleep, your skull drains all this fluid out. They saw it on the machine. Isn't that amazing? Your skull drains all this fluid out, washes Mm -hmm. your brain clean, and then fills itself back up again. So you need that eight hours sleep in order for your, your brain to go through its full process of cleaning itself. And apparently, people who don't get enough sleep, the plaque is the word that I was looking for. Right. The plaque on the brain just builds up because the brain never, their 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 skull never gets a chance to to wash out the the plaque mm-hmm. by the, right. the the fluid draining out. Isn't that amazing? Our it's, bodies know it knows exactly what it wants us to do, and then when we get tired, we mm-hmm. we run off to get a, one of those. Red Bull drinks instead of laying down and going to sleep. Bizarre. Right. You know, and it, it it's weird. You know, because the body is designed to operate on eight hours sleep. It is designed to do this washing, this cleansing process. But, mm-hmm. you know, how often have you, I know for me, I'll fall asleep with a problem on my mind. You know, how am I going to get this to work or how am I going to get that to work? And, you know, it may have been racking my brain for, you know, two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'll go to sleep mm-hmm. and I'll wake up and it'll be like, oh, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to add a new <laughs> desk or, you know, I'm going to put, you know, attach two dual monitors to something or, oh, I'm going to design it this way. Did that happen yeah. a lot with you and your designing? Well, I um, I process throughout the day as I'm going through the day. I, I spend a lot of time. People People tell, accuse me of making everything look so easy, but actually it's hard because I'm processing it. I'm doing it in my head. But mm-hmm. I find that if I have a problem when I go to sleep, I actually, if it's a problem, I end up with nightmares. Really? Because my, my, oh, yeah, my body sees, and I use, I've done this since I was a child. Um, when I go to sleep, my body processes the my mind processes the stuff that's gone on through the day and it brings mm-hmm. up all the worst case scenarios, you know, so I wake up like, oh, what's that? But I mean, it's it's good because I, I understand that that is a problem that I'm needing to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do that. But when it comes to working on a, a, a certain problem, 
I, that happens for me while I'm awake. I, I can sit and, and um, you know, I can be reading a book, and that's the only time I multitask. I can be reading a book and processing the information at the same time, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is highly interesting. It's highly impactful that you do it more um, when you're awake than when you're asleep. You know, for me, because I do do a lot of thinking in my sleep. I do a lot of um, planning in my sleep, and I'll wake up, and, you know, I keep a dream journal beside my bed half for years. You know, I've gone Mm -hmm. back and looked, and it's like, ooh, I've already dreamed and figured this one out. That was back, uh, (laughs) oh, yeah, that was like three weeks ago. Yeah, Um, but, you know, yeah, you had your grandmother um, as right. you've told us before, who kind of trained you in the, how to use your mind. Yeah. Um, because you know you were doing all the intuitive work and such, right. and so you you had that discipline from you were younger, mm-hmm. and I think that could be why you process your any um, challenges that come along that you need to any obstacles that you need to overcome. You, mm-hmm. She trained you how to use your mind to do that. So I think that's right. really cool. Yeah. yeah, and she did. She really trained me to do the dream scoping, to do the lucid dreaming. And, you know, because I used to have terrible, terrible nightmares. I mean, you know, watching faces melt off people. And, you know, for years <laughs> now I've had a repetitive dream of um, triaging in a – war zone camp and I think that's left over from past life or that type of thing but you know and when those dreams pop up I know that's when world events are happening but Mm -hmm. she's the one that taught me how to do that lucid dreaming and you know I found it so useful so important to dream because Mm -hmm. you know you you know you're talking about you know when we you have nightmares a lot of times when nightmares for me are happening, that's when something isn't right. Something isn't that's right in my life. Something that it, something is, you know, bothering me, and I'm not mm-hmm. expressing it. I'm not journaling it out. I'm not changing mm-hmm. it um, or changing my point of view on it. And it's just – and I've ran into a lot of my students, I find, that do that also naturally. You mm-hmm. know, so dreams are highly important for me. Um and I think they're highly important for a lot of people if they would take time to pay attention to them. Yeah, and and that's the thing um, that a lot of people don't recognize that their dreams are so vital. You know, it's funny. I don't. Um, I'm not going to say I don't dream, but I I mm-hmm. have a very quiet sleep in mm-hmm. that unless there's a story. But my dreams usually, when I have a dream, it usually shows up when a member of my family is passing on. Really? So, oh, yeah, when my dad was going to die, I dreamt my that I was in the old house we grew up in that he was born in. And mm-hmm. my grandfather showed up at the door. I was at, standing in the house. He was standing outside. He was dressed in rags, and he stood there, and he didn't say anything to me, but he was standing there waiting. And mm-hmm. in the dream, I I said to him, "What are you? Why why are you there waiting?" Um, and then I turned around and I said, "He'll be with you in a minute." And mm-hmm. the next day, the next, the very next day, at four in the afternoon, my father died. Wow. You know, and it it's interesting, but I didn't put that. That was when I was twenty something. I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. I knew someone was gonna die, but I hadn't seen it as my father. And right. before that, my aunt, when she was going to die, my cousin lived in Toronto, I saw her mother, and her mother showed me exactly how my aunt died. So that was, you know, um, that was very interesting. So I see their death in the way that they die, which is symbolic, because my father was an alcoholic, so in a mm-hmm. funny sort of way, he was poor in spirit, and my grandfather mm-hmm. was dressed in rags as if he was poor. My mm-hmm. aunt died. She, my grandmother, when I dreamt her, she was bloated up, and my aunt was drowned by the anesthetist in an operation. So, and so her body swelled up. So it, the tissues wow. swelled up. So it was very. It's interesting. So I don't get these dreams very often, but when right. I do, 
it's to make usually, an impact. Yeah, See, and, yeah. And I call those visitation dreams, you know, because you're getting mm-hmm. the visit from the spirit or the family member that's coming to pick up the other one. That's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I. You know, the, so they can be very useful. And you know, you know, does Raphael ever join you in your dreams? Um, he used to. It, they've actually kept it back, back, um, stayed back from me. You mm-hmm. know what I did? I made a, a Ouija board, but it wasn't really a Ouija board. I call it a light board. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone said to me I should build it again because um, they would buy it. But I built a light board. Um, in the late 90s and uh, had a conversation with Raphael and he told me that, you know, I had to wait and we had to wait on the scriptures and all sorts of stuff, which was very interesting. And uh, and after I did all the traveling around and such, um, mm-hmm. and got back to BC in 2005, for 2004, 2005, he's not been around as much. I see him for other people, but he's he's gone off. Well, I'm not traveling anymore. When I was traveling, right. he was there quite a bit because he's the archangel for travelers. He's a companion of travelers, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. they they're they're standing. They've they've actually backed off from me. They only show up um, when someone needs to know something, but otherwise. They've actually backed off. You're on your own. You can do it now. We've carried you far enough. You can take care of it now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're all grown up. Oh, boy. For a while, I was not very happy, which was kind of interesting because it literally affected the whole left side of my body. My hip joint wasn't happy. My shoulder wasn't happy. My eye wasn't happy. And, um, you know, I realized that, okay, guys, you know, I guess I guess I guess I have to start walking on my own to cross the street to go to mm-hmm. school. You know, mm-hmm. so that was that was very interesting. But yeah, he shows up for other people now, but not necessarily right. for me. Oh yeah. Well, you know that, and it's probably because he knows your are So it's like, oh, she knows what you're doing. I'll just pop yeah. in when needed. Yeah. And that's funny because my mom, my dad, I, I'm told over and over that I was my father's favorite. So every time I'm in trouble, he shows up to my mom. And she uh-huh. said, I haven't seen him in years, so you must be doing okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's kind of cute. I think yeah. that that's so cute and that's so sweet because, you know, he'll come back, you know, and talk with her when you're in trouble. Um, oh, yeah. Or when you, something's going on with you, it's like, oh, better go check with the wife and see what she's up. She's done this time. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very interesting. I mean, it's part of my life, so I don't see it as anything different or mm-hmm. abnormal or anything like that. It's just a natural part of my life that right. you know um, these things occur. A lot of people would be, oh my goodness, they'd cover their faces and stuff, but it's it's all natural, a natural mm-hmm. aspect of of being alive, really. Right, and that's something that I have trouble dealing with too, is because you know people go, oh my goodness, you do blah 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 blah, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's Tuesday, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> type thing and they're like oh but that's so amazing it's like no it's just Tuesday so I completely understand you not thinking oh well that's so interesting or that's so cool well honey let's take a break and then we come back let's talk to some callers you ready awesome I'm ready yes (laughs) awesome okay honey Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. 
Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one -on -one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at Psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at psychic.biz. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. Sponsored by Psychic.biz, as does our other radio shows here. You know, Sonia has her shows on Tuesday nights at 6.30, um, called The Oracle's Point of View, where she gives you whatever spirit hands her. And I really like that, you know, your your show, Sonia. Mm -hmm. uh, so make sure to tune into it. And, you know, right now, Psychic Biz has two different coupon codes for you guys. One is Summer 16, and that gives you $5 free. And the other one is Coffee, and that gives you $10 free on your $15 deposit. So you get a, almost like a 50% break for being a listener to our show. Okay, mm -hmm. let's take some calls, honey. And um, okay. for the callers, we need your name and your birth date and just one question. Um, we can't do general readings. Those take a while for both of us to do, so we won't be able to do those live on air. You can reach us over at Psychic.biz for those. And calls are took in the order they are received. Okay, let's go to 435. 435? Hello. Hi. Hi. It's been a long time since I've been here. <laughs> well, welcome, Bonnie. How are you? Um, well, I had a friend pass away, a very dear friend, and so I've been having weird dreams. Um, I just, uh, can you just focus on what I need to know the most about right now? Because there's sure. other issues. Right. other, well. Can we get your name and birth date, dear? Helen, one okay. twenty-one sixty-two. Sonia, are your spirit giving you anything? Well, I'm just uh, there. I, I'm I'm sensing there's some kind of health situation, um, and you're being asked 
there's something you need to change in your in your habits, and your friend needs you to make that change. She needs you to make a change that's going to impact your health in a positive way. Um, I don't know if you have a walking stick around or who used the walking stick. You know, it's, it's like a staff. And um, if you have one, put it by your front door because that's how you're going to acknowledge her presence in your house because she's actually there around you. I use the walking stick because when I go for a walk, I don't like the dogs that come after me. <laughs> okay, yeah, the walking stick is a representation of her. So she says, put it, uh, you might have already have it by the front door, but she wants you to put it by the front door. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of all good. Because just think about her, because that, that signifies, that's, um, she's letting you know that that's a tangible of you knowing that she's there. So as though, even though she's physically gone, she's she's there with you, oh, and she's watching over you. This was a guy. Mm-hmm. I, this okay. was a guy. I, yeah, I was there taking care of him for like eight years, and he's mm-hmm. young, mm-hmm. Uh, fifty-nine, fifty-nine years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, did Very he young. have long hair or something? What? Because. Um, I have long hair down to my butt. I have long hair down to my butt. Okay, so maybe it's you I'm seeing, but yeah, there's the put the stuff by the door. But yeah, there's some habit that you need to change in your life because this habit is impacting your health. And he's gonna yes, I have COPD and I smoke. That's what it is. I didn't want to say the smoking thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's and you know, smoking is not the, the the thing that hurts you. It's the negative thoughts you carry when you're inhaling the smoke. That's actually the destructive thing. So what you need to do is only smoke when you feel good, when you're having a, a positive moment. Because it's hard to give up smoking, so I'm not going to tell you to give up smoking, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you to give up the negative thoughts. So only smoke when you feel good about yourself, and you'll be amazed that your COPD will start to shift. It'll start to feel better. Um, Actually, I use the oil, uh, cannabis oil, and yeah. mm-hmm. I'm I don't I'm not on the oxygen anymore. Good. Yeah. Good. You yeah. know, I'm a smoker also, so I'm gonna kinda take a little part of that and then I'm gonna give you what I get, honey. Mm-hmm. Um something else that directly and I've seen this happen affects C O P D a lot is caffeine. Drinking coffee. I- I is that good or bad? Good. Oh, because I I drink a lot of coffee, mm-hmm. but probably half of what I used to. So, okay. like in a day, I probably have um, eight or ten cups when mm-hmm. I used to have twenty. <laughs> Mm. Darling, I'm going to put it to you this way. If you can, you know, because you have to watch your fluid on that, so you want to make sure to get, like, the dark roast coffees or I the do. green coffee. Yep. Um, I do the dark roast. You will notice that your COPD will react better. Granted, it will have you running, but you'll have a lot less shortness of breath, a lot more tiredness, and a lot of the fluid retention will go away because it's a natural diuretic. The, I've, the coffee I've bean lost, itself. I have lost so much weight. I don't know why. I'm I'm too skinny. You're just grieving. Too, you're yeah, grieving. you're grieving. Grieving is, does that, yeah. But yeah. there's he said he said, and that's the first thing he'd said to me, but I didn't bring it up. Is something about ice cream. I don't know if you like ice cream, but he says you need to go and have some more ice cream. I like the ones with nuts in them myself, but because I... I like ice something. cream. I'm just not yeah. hungry. When I eat, it makes me sick. 
Okay. Yeah, but you need to eat ice cream. That's that's almost like you're giving it to your inner child. You're grieving far more than you should, and I think that's why he's still around. He doesn't want you to take that path, right? So um, you get your protein and everything in that ice cream with a little bit of sweet for your inner child. Mm-hmm. And um, even if you have one spoonful, you know, get a nice, good, buy a nice, good, good, good ice cream and just have one spoonful. You don't have to eat the whole box. And then later on you have another spoonful, and tomorrow you have a spoonful. It's like you're you're going to tease the joy back into your life. Okay. You know, because he does what want about... you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 I grieve because mm-hmm. I don't know if he's in a good place or a bad place. Oh, he's, he's in, in a, a good great place. place. Oh, wow. He, he would not be here hanging out, talking to me if he were in a bad place. He is so happy. He's got this mm-hmm. smile on his face. And like I said, the staff that you have there, he's calling it a staff. Because I guess it's kind of like a pilgrimage staff or something. But he's just hes just beaming. He's happy where he is. You know, um, he just don't want you following him too soon. So stop it, he says. Stop trying mm-hmm. to follow him. Okay. Okay. Ask him, where is my ring? Where is my ring? In a box. In a little wooden box. Um, and you know when you put I something the on the floor. Box. You, yeah. I have right. a wooden box. It's not in there. It's not in there. No, baby. Baby doll, go look. I want to say where you sleep at because I don't feel like you always sleep and slept in the bedroom. Go look in that area where you sleep. You'll see that there mm-hmm. is a little wooden box. And when I say little, it's probably the size of a coffee cup. And it's been put away in a drawer. Um, then one of his kids have it. No, one baby. This is have it. Okay. No, baby. Mm-hmm. No, this is where you are. No, it, it's not here. I only have his wooden box. It's in my truck. Okay. It's not in. It's not in that box. No, baby. I I don't feel like it's in that box. I feel it's in a box, a different box. Well, his wooden. kids have everything else, so I'm mm-hmm. not. I I can't. Okay. I can't. You have a very it's, heavy sofa, right? You have, a sofa, you have a heavy sofa? The sofa his, that you, is in your house sofa, is quite... His, his sofa. sofa was heavy, and the heavy sofa they throw in the trash. Okay. The heavy sofa they put in the garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. feel that it is away from you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I'm going yeah, just take a deep breath and relax and ask him to point it because yeah. you're you're in that panic state so it's hard for you to focus. Do you know what I I've mean? I've only been crying since the seventh of June. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still fresh and real for you, honey. Yeah. You're grieving quite a bit mm-hmm. and he's concerned about you. Okay, but I'd give it about three weeks and it shows up. Yeah. But his kids will have it, right? See, I don't think the kids have it. I feel you have it. I can't. I only have one thing of his. That's it. I know. And it's a wooden box of rocks. And I went through it thoroughly. Okay. And there's no ring in there. There's a Japanese state saying that says that they they call it a jinn, that there are mischievous beings out there that cover things when you're not supposed to see it. And if you're grieving too much, then they cover it up. So I there are a lot of times where I retrace my steps and I find the thing I was looking for exactly where, you know, I didn't see it before and then I start laughing. So 
you're you're in for a good laugh because the you know it's it's around you there so and wherever it is you've looked you're gonna see it. Oh come on, cat talk yeah. twins. Now come in. Because he's still me. trying to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. That's why you're going to get it. He'll first come in your dreams and your memories, and then he'll start sending things towards you. A lot of times people send things or things occur like birds will fly out of nowhere, you know, Mm -hmm. butterflies will pop up, money shows up in places it shouldn't, places like the kitchen sink. And those are signs of spirit being there. But mm-hmm. you can talk to him. That ain't the issue. The issue is him talking back to you. And he's still trying to figure yeah. that out. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. When you grieve so much, it's hard to hear as well. So, yeah. you know, do your grieving. So. It's, o- it's okay for you to grieve. Do your grieving. But find a moment in between the grieving to just be quiet and listen because he's trying to get through to you. And when you have that dream, call us back and talk to us. Let us know about it. Okay? All right. I I can't stop crying. That's okay. Let your soul take that bath. Okay? I love that. I love that statement, Aeson. That's beautifully said. Yeah. You know, because that's what you're doing when we cry or we release emotion. We're giving our soul a bath, and you've got a lot of stuff stored up. Oh, boy. A lot of um, Mm -hmm. emotion stored up because you had to be the strong one. You had to deal with it this way or take care of this. And now Mm -hmm. it's time for you to be able to be softer, honey. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I understand, but I don't. Okay. Um. I. I. I try to talk to him. Mhm. And then I have dreams about my dad. Mhm. 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 Um. I had my Being granddaughter stay with me last night. Mhm. And she said I talked the whole night in my sleep. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Until three o'clock in the morning, I mm-hmm. said, "What did I say?" And she <laughs> says, "I don't know. It was just mumbo jumbo." Right. Yeah. So she didn't go to sleep till three o'clock in the morning. Yep, because yeah. you were processing and communicating, and it wasn't mumbo yeah. jumbo. It just wasn't for her ears. Yeah. You, and I want to say that your grandfather yeah. is being the yeah. intermediary between the two of you because that's right. The man hasn't figured out how to communicate with this plane yet. It may take up mm-hmm. to six months for that to occur, but he'll show up. Oh, okay. Um, okay. This has been eight years ago I, I've i been with this man, mm-hmm. and my dad passed in 93. Mm-hmm. And this Clarence told me uh, eight years ago mm-hmm. when we were sitting, and he said, your dad told me, to tell you that you for you forgot your keys. Don't forget your keys. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what that means. That was eight years ago. Meaning don't forget where you have access to. Don't forget your own self-interest, your own self-power. That's beautiful. Um, you are you have a very special gift. I know so many people who would love to be to have these communications. So um I'm I I strongly suggest that you take the time to grieve. Lay down and allow the grief to wash over you because you are, you have a you've been given a very very special gift even in the passing of your friend. Because um, he is gonna, he gets to be your guide, you know. And wow, how um, very few people get that gift. So I'm glad you called in. This is wonderful because we're talking about dreams and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, you will be comforted. 
you know, um, and even tonight as you go to sleep, you're going to feel his hand on your shoulder, and that's going to be, it's, you're going to feel like you're, you're being comforted, so you're, you've got a very rare and special gift that is given to you, wow. Okay. This is, this is worse than when my dad passed away, this is, yeah. The worst yeah. thing I've ever been through in my life. I've lost two yeah. brothers and yeah. my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, this is awful. It is. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. something you can get. Yeah. You know, it's something that you move forward with. It's something you take that initiative, that desire, that needing for happiness, and you're able to move forward with it. Okay, honey? Okay. So Sometimes. the ring is somewhere around me? It's somewhere yeah. where you're at, honey. Okay, I'll go through the box again. I'm going to suggest leave, leave tonight. Don't do it tonight. Do it tomorrow. No, you need no, to go I, to sleep. it's dark Chill. outside. It's in the back of my truck. Yeah, so just relax. This is, I would relax tonight, all right? Mm-hmm. I want you to get a good night's rest. But before you go to bed, you tell him, I don't know where my ring is, but when I wake up in the morning, it better be somewhere where I can find it. Tell him mm-hmm. and your dad that. Same as if you were telling him to go cut the grass. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then okay. go to bed. Okay. 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 I will do that. Awesome, Beautiful. honey. And check back in with us, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, sending you love. Sending you love, darlings. Thank you. You're welcome. Man, those transitions are so hard, aren't they, darling? Um, It is. And when, you know, if you've suffered a lot of loss, there's Mm -hmm. one loss that will break, that will be like the straw that breaks a camel's back because you'll be grieving and you won't know why you're just crying so much going. You just, you just end up diving down and you don't think Mm -hmm. you can come out of it, but you do. You do? So, I think, yeah. And you come out of it, wow. All right, so yeah. let's go to 240. 240, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, my God. Oh, my name is Allison. How can we help you, Allison? Um, I, just, I have um, a new job I've been at for a couple of weeks, and um, the, the people there, I'm just trying to kind of fill it out. Like, I don't know. They kind of like, um, I don't, they kind of like, unprofessional and, and, um, like, I don't like the way that they're trying to, like, train me. And I, I guess, I just don't know if it's going to, like, work out or. It feels to me that it does work out. But here's the thing they yeah. have their way of doing it. It's kind of like when, you know, me or Sonia train somebody to do readings. We have our style. And this is how, you know, I do one or how Sonia does one. And, you know, when you're getting trained, you get trained in that style. And then when you get out and you start doing it for your own, you develop your own way of doing things. That as long as it meets the guidelines are perfectly fine. So, set back, take the training as it is. Okay, and allow that training to move forward into something better, and then you develop your own style with it, because I feel the job is going to work. Okay, mm-hmm. you just have to get through the training. Mm-hmm. She needs, you need to let go of your fear of getting it wrong. That's what it is. Yeah. Boy, I could see you quivering over there at the job, worried that you're going to make the wrong step and do things wrong. But you're going to, once you lock in, it's the same as driving or, for me, riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should see me ride a bicycle. It's a very funny mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, it's like initially when you start, you're terrified. You don't know whether you're going to hit the brake or the clutch and or the, the, the brake or the accelerator and such. But um, I get, you know, it's funny. Within By the time you get to Monday, you're going to feel comfortable in the job. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess, like, I don't really like a lot of, like, the personalities of there. Like, the, the woman that's training me, 
she kind of she freaks out all day. Mm-hmm. And the manager um, is there yeah. all just like, oh, I don't know. Well, they don't know what to do with her, okay, because she does her job good, but she's she's the type that lives on panic mode. And that's not mm-hmm. your style, okay, so you'll get right. past that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, my grandmother, she used to shuffle the cards seven times before she even pulled the first one. That's not my style. Um, you know, my style is I shuffle them as, you know, the call comes through or as I'm starting to talk with you, I shuffle them. Um, and I shuffle them mm-hmm. once, twice, or three or four times. I never shuffle them like seven, ten, fourteen times. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just her style. She lives on that adrenaline of panic. You're not going to mm-hmm. do that. Because that's okay. the only thing that's just like how she, how they're all reacting to the work is like freaking me out. Because I'm like, is it yeah. really this bad? How are you making it? No, it really isn't that bad, honey. They're just used to that panic crisis mode. And they throw, people get stuck on that energy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, like I said, that's why I'm just, because they have like a high turnover rate. <laughs> so it's been like three different people in this position before I even got it sure. this year. So go in there and own it. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know how to do it. You know when to do it. You know what to do it. Go in there and just own that position. Okay? And don't get into the panic mode. Go in. You know? Well, that was kind of hard. Let's move forward. Oh, i got to take care of XYZ. XYZ handled. All right. Let's move on to WTV. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, have that ownership. Yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking like I'll be fine once I mm-hmm. get trained and have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> like, well, you'll have to deal with the matrix. You know, some of this. You know, mm-hmm. the matrix of it. Of okay, this is the form you have to fill out when this happens, or this is what you have to do for this. That you take that out of your training and carry it with you. But right. the rest of it, the panic and the freaking and the oh my god, you got to do it this way. No, you don't. As long as you mm-hmm. ma- meet the standards, stick to the standards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't see them giving me a hard time like the manager because the lady she no. doesn't work at the facility. No, I don't feel she'll give you a hard time. I think she'll be very embracive of you because she's tired of having to figure out what it's the person's name is. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, is it right. Junie that works there? No, she, we got rid of her last week. Is it Saw? <laughs> no. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good night, love. Thank you. Uh-huh. Well, guys, we've reached the end of our time. Now, I will be back with Conversations with Aeson on Saturday. Um, I think it's either Thursday or Saturday. My show's kind of flipping around a little bit this month, guys. I'm sorry about that, but we're working schedules out. And Sonia will be here on Tuesdays with the Oracle's point of view. Um and then right after that, we go into Psychic Coffee, um, the Psychic Biz Live over on YouTube. So check that out. You can reach Sonia. You're on almost all the time, aren't you, honey? On, um, yeah, on Psychic, the yeah, the network. Um, yeah, yes. off and on. Off and I, on. I'm on, and then I forget that I'm there, and then I close the computer. So mm-hmm. yeah, if if anyone needs to get a hold of me, just just send me an email and I'll yeah. I'll rec- I'll see it because sometimes I am working on my laptop and sometimes I close it without thinking. Oh, so, I do that too. I'm not. Yeah, it seems yeah. Like as if I'm not there, but I am. You know. Right. And thank you so much for joining me tonight for uh, just like your coffee shop. I love having you on, honey, and I love. Uh, our conversations. I so. do too. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, love. Good night, everyone. Have a fantastic evening. Bye. Bye. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. 
Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one -on -one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at Psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com. Dot com.